Okay, so question, right? Fish and chips. Right. Do you put the salt on first or the vinegar? Um, I put the salt on and don't bother with the vinegar. You don't have vinegar at all? I will put the vinegar on the fish, but not on the chips. So you do put vinegar on? I do, but salt, do on, you put... salt on chips, vinegar <laughs> on fish. You don't put salt on fish? Well, no, because the don't battle put vinegar on chips. salt in any way. Well, not necessarily. It tends to. For Otherwise, it's a pretty nank flavour. Really? Yeah, really. You don't, you don't put fish... Uh, you don't put ch- um, salt at all on fish? Um, no, I mean, if something goes on, I won't cry about it. But no, no, I tend not to. That's weird. It's not weird. The That's reason weird. I don't like... Uh, I don't like vinegar on chips because it makes them soggy. Okay. But I feel don't like put if, you put it, if you put it on the... Uh, Batter of the fish, and you eat the fish straight away. It actually, it works quite nice. If unless you eat the chips straight unless away. there's a lemon available, and then I wouldn't bother with the vinegar whatsoever. Wow, curveball! <laughs> so it's it's the citrusy. You don't want double citrus. I don't want double acid. Okay, all right. Yourself? Myself? Well, thanks for asking. Like it matters. Um, I, I, oh, it matters. I um, I put vinegar on first. Right before the salt. Okay. Reason being, you put the salt on first, the vinegar will wash the salt away. Whereas if you put the vinegar on first, it slowly gets absorbed, and then you you put the salt on, and as the vinegar is absorbed, it takes with it the salt. Utter rubbish. No, it's absolutely Where on fact. earth is that salt you don't going to know. get washed you, away to? You don't off the, the food onto the plate. Off the food onto the plate. Yeah. That the food is on. Yeah, but onto the plate, so it's, it's not on I the I really food. don't think you're going to notice it. Oh, you, yes, yes, sure. Enough salt will stay there. Plus, no, it won't. The salt will dissolve You don't into know this. You're, anyway. ju- you're just leaping well, just to conclusions. Find a bit of logic to it. But it's sounds it, it's like unfounded nonsense. Just sounds like a weird you food don't habit know. that you're trying to justify. No, you don't know. I know. You don't know. I know. You're I'm, making a cup I'm, of tea. Mm-hmm. Making a cup of tea. Yeah. One cup. One, one cup. The bag okay. is in the cup. Right. Milk first or hot water first? There is a proper reason for this, though. You definitely do the hot water, and the milk does not go anywhere near that cup of tea until the tea bag is removed. <laughs> <laughs> go on. Because the milk is just going to clog up the holes that are in the tea bag and not let the tea diffuse properly. Right. So you don't need milk anywhere near it. Okay. Um, so just... just Whack the tea bag out once the tea is brewed and pour your milk why, in. Why, why do you have to take the bag? Okay, hot water first. Right? Yep. We'll go with that. Yep. But why do you have to remove the bag before you put the milk in? There is no value in the bag being in there once if you put your milk in because it's going to get clogged up with the So what if the bin is on the other side of the room? You've got the milk with you. Well, for someone like you, mm. it makes no difference that the bin is on the other side of the room because the sink is right next to the kettle and you just throw tea bags in the no, sink. I don't. Mm. When? Seriously. Out of the teapot. Out of the teapot. No, I don't. They, I haven't done that do. for a long time. Oh, come on. No, you come on. Um, so Yeah, that told you. But, yeah, no, I, I, I take the tea bag out. It's on the spoon. I walk over to the bin. Right. I throw it in the bin. And then you come all the way back. A whole two steps back, yes. Well, it and might be I, a bigger kitchen. It's not, though. Smaller steps. It's, I don't take small steps. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to make tea with purpose. 
<laughs> no wasted movement. No. Okay, so you've gone all the way back to the other side of the kitchen. A maximum of two steps away, apparently. Yeah. Uh, one, two. Right. Um, and then I was striding there. I see. In, uh, <laughs> it came across in the way you said it. <laughs> so then, then you put your milk in. Then you've got to go all the way back over to the other side of the room because the fridge is next to the bin. Well, no, because if you know this, mm. just grab the milk as you've gone over to the, So you go over to the bin, put your tea bag in the bin, take the next step to the fridge, take the milk out of the fridge. But you've already got the milk. I've already got the milk. Yes. All right, then, yeah, you've got to go all the way back to put it back in the fridge. If it's that much of an issue for you, mm. you could hold the tea bag on the spoon. Right. You could pour the milk. Right. Then oh, you can put the no, lid no, back no, no. on. This, this, sound, this sounds dangerous because you, you're doing it all one-handed. But if I you're don't holding do this the spoon because... in one hand and you're trying yeah. to manoeuvre your milk bottle with I, the other, I, I just agree. elbowed BB-8. Sorry. So, so, so why not just do it the way I first said? Why not, not put the milk in while the bag... You, you've brewed the tea. Mm. So instead of mm. holding the tea bag, just leave it in there while you add the milk and then take it out. Do you're you not, not taking find out it the, sort of... Um, I... I I'm okay. I just this want to point out here that, that when the hand makes a cup of tea, whether it's made in the pot or in the cup, he then spends 20 minutes after he's removed the bag fishing out tea leaves and other random things I, which I don't want, do no harm. I don't want to chew on my tea. <laughs> I would like to be able to drink my tea. Um, and it's a bit... There's you a few things. It. It's not you just soup. It's not just the... Uh, the tea leaves that have escaped the bag because someone's I don't know probably poured milk in there or something and upset the bag. It's oh. it's the little scummy bits of hard water you get on the top. I don't like those. No, I don't like those. So I fished them out as well. Okay. It all goes. Okay. So it all, it all a, goes. I've got a nice cup of tea or half of one. By um, the time you fish them out, you've lost half your half your liquid. I, I do tend to <laughs> lose a couple of slurps of tea, <laughs> but it's worth it because I don't like. Bits floating around in like your drink. It. Yeah, it's a Fair bit. Fair dues. Bit nasty. Do, do you do you eat soup or do you drink soup? You eat soup. You eat soup, mm-hmm. even if it's completely liquidized. Yeah, that's not drinking. If it, if you're not taking. What if it's a cup of soup? Mm, cup of soup blurs the lines. I'll admit. Well, you know, do you eat it? Do you drink it? Um, I've never wife. had a cup of soup, so far as I'm aware. Yeah. I I guess I I think that's still eating. It's a soup. Still eating. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's a meal substitute. Yeah, but so is protein shakes. You eat protein shakes. You drink protein you do shakes. Drink protein shakes. Yeah. I why well, don't? Uh, you do. What I, if it's a, a a thick shake from a? Fast yeah. No, food they're all, they're all drinks. Right. They're all drinks. Soup. Is soup a drink. No soup for me is food. So is a protein shake. Um, but you drink it. I can't. I can't give you an explanation as to why. But in my head, okay, soup is meal. Right. Protein shake is a substitute, but it's a it's drink. It's a meal. It's a meal supplement. All right, a supplement, but it's a drink. A meal replace. Real meal replacement product. So. So. I think well, I think you drink a protein shake. You do drink a protein shake. You drink shake. a um, cup of soup. Do you drink normal soup? It's in a cup. You pour do you it drink soup mouth. from a bowl? No, you well, lap it up. Okay. <laughs> Would you call that drinking or eating? What lapping? Mm. You call it lapping. Lapping you do with your tongue, surely. Yes. You do not. You do not eat soup like that. No, you lap it. 
Okay, right. Someone gives you a bowl of soup. Mm-hmm. They say, you can eat that now because you need permission okay. to eat. You're, you're okay. okay with that. Yeah, well, if, uh, do I have a spoon? Yes. And I'm eating the soup. Okay. If they didn't provide a spoon... I would lap it. <laughs> right. And you wouldn't class lapping as eating? I wouldn't class lapping as drinking. I'd class it as lapping. Okay. Shall we do this? Yeah, we better do, yeah. Let's do this! Blessed are the geeks, for they will inherit the world. Hello, Blessed Geeks, and welcome to episode 15 of the Blessed Geeks podcast. Yes, we are back. Not necessarily bigger and better than before, probably on par. Mm. Uh, And slightly... Consistent. Yes, yes, consistent and consistently out of practice, um, having not done this since... um, Well, our last episode was our Halloween special, which... (laughs) Which... Uh, wasn't it? Was Halloween? it? Yeah, oh, 14. I... Episode 14. Oh, was which, that which we are going to publish at the same time as this one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because uh, the hand was late with the artwork. Uh, no, no, he wasn't. He was. He wasn't it really. Was after Halloween. Not, not, not like two or three months later. No, but though, it was like two or three now weeks. Is. You're just looking for your excuse. I, I can blame it. it on him, basically. On Me. Yes, yeah, we all are. We're, no, we're not. I am part of all, and I do not blame it on me. You just said I can blame it on him. No. I said who, you said me. (laughs) I was being you. Were you being me? You didn't come across. Well, that's what I was doing. Mm. Fair days. So, how are you? Oh, yes, uh, introductions. Um, Blessing Geeks podcast with me, David, and The Hand. Hello. Hello, The Hand. Hello. That was a delay. (laughs) I wasn't sure whether you usually... Say hello, the hand, and then I say hello. Yes. But it's okay. But you you normally say hello first. Oh, I don't do know I? why. <laughs> okay. You're just excited to be here. So how how are you? Yeah. How I'm, are you? I'm I'm fine. You? Good. Yeah, I'm all right. Not Good. bad. Good. Quite excited to be to be back doing this. Back in the seat. Yes. Had to clear out the studio. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I remembered my chair this time, although you did. I don't think I put it at the appropriate height. <laughs> I've got, Are you stooping I've again? got quite the hunch going on. Why here. don't why don't you lower your seat because now? Then, we'll all listen carefully. There, there we go. go. <laughs> it's still Yeah. You should do, do you want something to put your mic on? My mic is on. No, but it is, but do you want something to put it on? No, it's fine. Are you sure? Yeah, it'll do for you now. You don't want to raise we'll, we'll, the mic. We'll, we'll have this problem again next time. Oh, well, you always maybe have we'll this get problem. we'll a step further. Sometimes, you, if you forget your chair, you're at the right height. If you remember your chair, <laughs> no. you're wrong. If I sit on the uncomfortable stool, I am, <laughs> I am the current so height. suspect. <laughs> <laughs> right, so, yeah, you're good, yeah? I'm good. Are you good? Excellent. I'm okay. Good. Yeah, not bad. Shall we... Um, should we do some stuff? Oh, what order? What order to do things? Well, yeah, I, I, I did write the running order, but you, you... Yeah, didn't share it. No. <laughs> no. 
I, I could, it was on a bit of paper and I right. left it lying around. It, it's difficult to, to sort of email paper. It certainly is, but not that difficult to put it in someone's hand. <laughs> um, we've, uh, I mean, first things first, because we usually remember halfway through Nerds Blurge or the News, um, a title? Mm. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Just having a drink. Yeah. <laughs> We're a little bit out of practice. I don't have a drink. Where's your drink? It's on the windowsill. <laughs> Behind you. Behind me. I'm gonna have a drink. It's, it's a it's a risk every time I turn around to not knock over my recording equipment to have a slurp, but it's a risk I'm oh, willing to take. Me. Right, so episode fifteen. Um, we need a title. We did put this to um people on the uh, Fortress of Solitude um, Facebook group. So, Hello to everyone on the ble- on the, on the um, Fortress of Solitude Facebook group. Um, I'm just loading up the Facebook now. Okay, my, I'm, whereas my phone is in aeroplane mode. Mine, mine is in aeroplane mode as How well. How are you going to access that group? Because I've got the Wi-Fi on. You can still, yeah, access, fair, you can still fair, use Wi-Fi with point. airplane. What's it? So go on. What what what, what uh, potential titles well, do you have? I I really struggled because fifteen to find anything. That was my shit. That was my shit. I, I was I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> you you gonna, said it with your eyes. I know, but the listeners didn't know that. I was just going <laughs> to ride it out and have a go later. Ride it out. Um, fifteen's difficult to rhyme with anything, so I ended up substituting. Uh, the IS in different ideas okay. for 15. Mm-hmm. Um, the most simple one I have is episode and the IS. Episode, in... Epi 15 ode. Yeah, Epi 15 ode. But if you really want to tie it into a movie or anything like that, I figured you could tie it into District 9 because District has an IS in the middle. The 15 District 9. But Do you remember the all the trouble you gave me with um, Who the Man? Pi Pi the Man. And now you're doing the exact same thing. I, but this is more of a struggle. Okay. Because 15 is more difficult. So, do, so get rid of the 9. So it's just <laughs> episode. Oh, okay. Episode. Well, I, I also substituted the word district with episode. Um, <laughs> so there is. So you want to go with district with a fifteen in it, but you substituted <laughs> district for episode. So it's still episode every fifteen. It is, but it has a nice link to a sci-fi film. Um, <laughs> there is, there are others. Um, yeah, go on. Solaris, but again, I got creative and it became Episolaris, <laughs> where the what. <laughs> Epiphan, what? I'm not very good at this. <laughs> and I'd be a bit better with some positive reinforcement. It would, it would, be... <laughs> it would have been better if you said episode. Episode. Solar, solar 15. Episode Solar 15. Not, epi- epi- solar... not Episolaris, no. Well, there's another... Where's the 15 in Episolaris? Well, there's two. Um, In Epis... <laughs> And then the end of Solaris. So, double whammy. Maybe one for episode 30, though, given that there's Next! Two. The, the, uh, I, can, I think you can see where this is going. Oh, yeah. The, the last film that I had 
mm-hmm. uh, come across. Uh, Metropolis. Metropolis 15. Or... <laughs> or Mepisodalis. Mepisodalis? Again, that's got two. You know when I said there. save them for the show? Mm. We won't do that anymore. I tried to <laughs> I tried to go through it with you and you wouldn't let me. <laughs> what are your well, ideas? Well, my my the one episode <laughs> the chair. You've got a problem with the, that chair. The one episode that I the title that I came up with was um Revenge of the Fifteen. Mm. Um and I mean, you know, Kind of had revenge well, of the Marianne Borra on on um, the uh, Fortress of Solitude Facebook group. She came up with Revenge of the Sith Dean, which is basically the yeah. same, but she's got the number completely wrong. <laughs> um, the the fifteenth element, and fifteen episodes later, fifteen episodes later, that, that was all right. That's quite. But a I looked up the film. Okay. Online. It's not, it, it's a, it's a uh, I think, the one I found anyway, was based on the Twin Towers and stuff. Right. It, didn't, it didn't have a vibe. But... What, 15? 15 days, uh, 15 years later. 15 episodes later. Yes, I know, but I, I figured she was just playing where she's from. Yeah, for, on 28 days later. Oh, 28 days later. The zombie thing. Surely that's an episode for, uh, that's a name for episode Yeah, but 15, 15, 15 episodes later. I think that's yeah, all right. 28 episodes later. Yeah, we can do that for 28. That's my idea. Let's do this. <laughs> okay, all right, I'll let you have that one. But for now... Oh, no, that's much... We're 18 fits, minutes in. That fits much better than uh, that weird other film I came across online. Mm. But it was 15 years later. Okay, but this is 15 episodes later, based on 28 days later. Okay. I do lots of advertising. I'm better with it now. Are you better with it now? Yeah. Right, good. It's taken us a long time to get to this point in the show. You happy with that? Okay. Okay, so this episode is I've got to stop clapping my hands in front of the mic. All all together. Okay, all together. I've got to stop clapping my you're not Stop clapping your hands all together. Oh, I thought you mm, wanted to say it together. Yeah, no, I understand. Okay. No. No. You you won't You're wasting what another you're minute. Saying. Okay, so this is episode Episode, yes, I win! Episode! This is episode 15 episodes later. And let's do some nerd splurge! Are you going to uh, record a new a new jingle for nerd splurge, or are we going to stick with um, your your work of art? It's not my work of art, it's your work okay. of art. Using my voice as a medium. <laughs> All right, I had nothing to do with that. You you recorded it? Uh, no, I, I said... Nerd splurge. Who's going first? Um, how many have you got? Oh, I've got, I've got five. Oh, crikey! You best go first. Nerd splurge. Reindeer eyes are blue in the winter and gold in the summer. Oh, yeah, that is interesting. Isn't it? I did not know that. No, you know this one because I told you, but okay. I haven't mentioned it on here. The robotic arm on the ISS has several anchor points on the station. To move from one to the other, it actually walks along the outside of the space station. I really like that. So yeah, it's so, got a hand on each end. Effectively. Yeah. So it, it holds on to the space station at one end while it's doing all its stuff in space. Yep. And it sort of 
crabs. And if, if they need it at a different point, because yeah. I didn't realise it could move, but it yes. will grab onto a point, and swing let go of the other side, move to the next point, let go of that that's, side. That's, that very, it, that's it very terminating. I, I would have thought it was balls unless I, if I hadn't read it. Balls. balls. It just doesn't sound right, it's, but that's what it does. That's awesome. It's very, it's very terminated. It's, it, you can imagine aliens coming to attack and the, the space station having its own AI defence mechanism. It just swats the aliens away. Right. That's what I think. That's why it was invented. But that's why it's there, clearly. A long, long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, there was... Uh... Ice cream, the hand. There was ice cream. Ice cream. If you watch The Empire Strikes Back very carefully... Um, you'll see an extra, or what they now refer to as background artists, running around with an ice cream maker. Really? Yep. Oh, the, what I'll, part? Which part? The Empire Strikes Back. The, 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 what's that? The, the, okay. Um, the sixth part. Useful. Yeah, you're welcome. Okay. <laughs> Apparently, when questioned... Uh, what? I shouldn't have written these down after all. Apparently, when questioned, inhabitants of the DC... What? Start again. Edit this out. Yeah, we'll edit this out, no problem. When questioned why inhabitants of the DC universe couldn't see through Clark Kent's simple disguise, DC apparently claimed it was because the lenses of his glasses are made with Kryptonian glass, which amplify a passive hypnosis ability. Nonsense. Absolute nonsense. Then why can't they see through his ridiculous disguise of wearing glasses? Because nonsense, right? No, there's nothing to do with hypnosis. It's he's, he's wearing glasses. You know, look at look at you know um, Green Arrow. He's got he's got a little goatee going on, but mm. no one else has a goatee like that anymore, right? Yeah. And all all he's got is an eye mask. And a hat. Mm. No one knows who he is. Oh, you've got the same goatee as Green Arrow. Oh, yes, I, I based it on him. Very good. Well, there you go. That's his get out. Is that it? Yeah. Oh, makes sense. Yeah, yeah. there you go. Oh, no, I'm alright with it now. Good. Um, every panda in the world is owned by China. They are rented out for one million, one million dollars a year. A year. a year. I knew they were rented out. I knew they did were all, both, all owned by China. I didn't know that. Uh, did you not? No. Ah. You should have. You should have read it. I didn't. I thought it was a fairly well-known thing. Every time a panda has a baby on the news, they—that's uh, one of the things they mention. Not the panda mentions it, but the... <laughs> I've had a baby. <laughs> and by the way, it belongs to I'm China. Owned to, I'm owned by China. I'm rented out for one million dollars a year. <laughs> on. Uh, Typing up poorly my uh, previous nerd splurge, I realised that... You were using the wrong font. ...word didn't autocorrect the word kryptonite. And that kryptonite is actually in the Oxford Dictionary. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know. Why isn't, would it be? It's a made-up word. Isn't kryptonite... Isn't kryptonite... Don't say it. Under... Don't say it. <laughs> don't. Don't. Do not say it. Isn't it? Do no, no. Of course it's not. Let me check. No, don't check. It's gonna... not on a periodic table. <laughs> it's a made-up fictional. I don't think it is. Hang on, let me thing. check. 
Let me check. Oh my, my goodness. Oh, I can't open my periodic table app because the um, it needs to be updated. I can tell you without looking, Kryptonite <laughs> is not on the periodic table. I'm fairly table. sure it is. Hang David, on. it absolutely is not. 100%. You do not need to look this up. Kryptonite. You are a buffoon. On periodic table. There we go. Yeah, hold on. If you Google Kryptonite on periodic table, someone's probably tried to put it in there somewhere. Is it on there? Um, I'm looking. I'm yeah, you've been looking a while. No, it's, it's, I'm 100% sure. You're not. Sure you absolutely are not 100% right. okay. sure. When, when I've updated my, um, my, my WhatsApp app, um, we'll come back to this next week. We will not. Well, we might, but it's you'll very, be wrong. Very, this is this is your your kangaroo. Uh, I, I was right about the kangaroos. Yeah, I'm right about this. You are not. I am. You are not. I am. Wow. You wow. What was the kangaroo one? You said that they can't break wind. They can't break they wind. Can. They're, they're not flatulent. They, Scientists they are flatulent. Are doing things with it. They're not. When the Nerf ball, you know Nerf. I do. When the Nerf ball was first made available, its very first slogan was Nerf! You can't hurt babies or old people. <laughs> wow. Excellent. I think, I think that's, they should have kept that. They should have kept it. Yeah. Unless, of course, now that it does hurt babies and old people, maybe. Oh, they might have changed the material. Mm. What, Do babies? you know what they nearly called Captain America? I have, I, I have heard something of... Um, ah, go on. Super American. Okay. They decided against it because, because there were Superman. too many supers out there. Mm. Um, and went with Captain American State, even though apparently one of the biggest characters around the time was Captain Marvel. So yeah, from in DC. They feel like they. Shazam! Yeah. Yeah, Captain Marvel. So that was it. Okay, because there are obviously there are Captain Marvels in the Marvel Universe as well. There is a big Captain Marvel in the yes, Marvel Yes, we'll universe. talk about that in coming Ooh. episodes. Um, apparently, this is interesting, mm -hmm. I'm not sure, you know, I haven't done it so I don't know, but apparently, if drivers obey the 45, min, the 45 mile an hour speed limit when driving along part of Route 66 in New Mexico, mm -hmm. right, they will hear a rendition of America the Beautiful as their car travels over the bumpy bits in the road. Really? Apparently. I can, look, look, I don't make the facts. You don't? I, I just, you also don't check them. I just read them. No, well, how was I supposed to check that? Oh, well, excuse me. Depends just, how determined you are. Just popping off to Route 66 to... to I don't even know how the song goes, you know? I, I, yeah, no, that's it. I don't know. Yeah, that's a that's effort. That is, if that's true. It is. I don't you, know how it would be. Do you have any more? No. I mean, that must have been a, that. Did, that was they it. obviously didn't do it by accident. If they've done it at all. If they've done, yeah, I think they have. I think they probably have. Is that it? Okay, that's it. Da da da. Ned's pledge. That went well. Hmm. Right, uh, so now we're going to head over. Have you got anything else you want to say quickly? No. No. Okay, we're going to head over to the review corner of Solitude very quickly and talk about um, a film from 2016, which we watched the other night. It's a British film. It's a murder mystery. 
and it's called The Limehouse Gollum. Now, as I say, this is a murder mystery set in Victorian England with the British Music Hall as its backdrop. Uh, Bill Nighy from Their Finest and Shaun of the Dead plays Inspector Kildare. Now, he is a detective in pursuit of the Limehouse Gollum and suspects include John Cree, who is played by Sam Reed, uh, who was in The Railway Man, Karl Marx, played by Henry Goodman, who was also in Their Finest, and Age of Ultron, um, and Dan Leno, played by Douglas Booth, who was in Noah, and uh, Pride and Prejudice, and Zombies. Um, now, during the investigation, Lizzie Cree, played by Olivia Cook from Ouija and Ready Player One, comes to the attention of Kildare when she is accused of murdering her husband, the suspect, John Cree. Uh, she is to be hanged for this, and Kildare makes it his mission to use information he gathers in his Gollum investigation to see Liz Lizzie set free. So, uh, what did you think? The hand? Hello, sorry. <laughs> I just smashed the light with my pen. Um, I, I enjoyed it. It was a film out of nowhere. I haven't heard of it before. Um, it's a good watch. It's not one I'd necessarily have picked, but... Why yeah, wouldn't you have picked it? Just It's just not my sort of thing. I usually go for sci-fi, uh -huh. fantasy, comedy, right. that type of thing. And this was none of those things, really. No. Um, but no, it was, it was interesting. It's good to see a different type of film. Mm. Uh, and, yeah. See, what I really loved about it, I, I, I love... The, uh, I'm just going to move my mic a tad. There we go. I love the British Music Hall. I love it. I'm passionate about it. It's, it's my favourite form of entertainment in the world. And that, as I said in the intro there, was the backdrop for this film. Um, and throughout the film, you see them doing music hall performances. Lizzie is a music hall performer. Dan Lino is a performer. And it's just brilliant. I loved it. I loved it for that reason. It's a good story and everything, but I really enjoyed it for the musical stuff. I think it was I think it's a fantastic film. Really enjoyed it. Cool. A little bit more of an insight into how it might must have been going to theatre yeah. back then. Because it's not so much people making an evening of it sort of thing. It's almost like that is their chosen form of ent entertainment mm -hmm. more frequently. Yeah. Well, um, I mean you've got to bear in mind there's no T V. Yeah. Um, it's it's eighteen eighty, so there's no cinema. Yeah. Um, and it is you know music hall. It was the origin for those you know for TV and film. Mm. You know, that, so th this is how people used to spend their their evenings and things. Yeah. Where they used to go to be entertained, and it, I just I just think I think it's brilliant, and I also enjoyed the journey that um, Kildare was on to you know solve his crime yeah I think it's fantastic I'm not going to uh, reveal any spoilers which is why it's a difficult film to talk it is. about because a is. lot to be fair one of the, the things I like most at one stage I thought something obvious was going to happen um, I won't say that this is why it's difficult the twists are it twisted in a way I wasn't quite expecting okay. which is a nice thing right. because you I think sometimes the films can be quite clever in setting you up for a twist, mm -hmm. and that's not the twist, but right. this is the twist sort right. of thing that you could you could have seen, but 
opted out of. Uh-huh. So it, it, it does have a nice twist in it. Excellent. Excellent. I, I, think, I think it's a really good film, and I've recommended it to everyone I've spoken to since watching it. Um, you know, as you say, it's, it's not for everybody. Mm-hmm. I think if you have a vested interest in um, theatre history, arts history, um, entertainment, you know, as a whole, I think you really enjoy it. And if you enjoy murder mysteries, you'll enjoy it. Mm. If you if you're an out and out superhero film fan and you don't want to watch anything else, then obviously don't watch this. No. But um, can't just, really go wrong with Bill Nighy either. Uh, no, Bill Nighy is brilliant in this film, and he's brilliant in everything he does. Mm. And I just want to point out that um, it is called the Limehouse Gollum, Limehouse as in London, Gollum not as in Lord of the Rings. Um, Gollum is, uh, look, consulting the dictionary here, so I get it right, is a, um, a character in Jewish folklore. He is an artificially created human being that is given life by supernatural means. And yes, I said he is, but it could be she, it could be it, them, they, whatever. Cool. Are we done? I always thought golems were like little statuesque. Yeah, they, they some, sometimes they said golem, sometimes yeah. they said golem. Uh, okay. Yeah, I, nothing to do with preciouses. No, no, not him. Nothing like that at no. all. No. 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 Cool. Right then, um, now shall we uh, talk about. Um... <sighs> oh, oh, big sigh. Uh, what could it be? <laughs> well, I don't think Iron Fist is back. No. So uh, perhaps it's Star Trek. Let's talk about. Star Trek Discovery. Um, uh, this this little bit will involve... Spo- I, I did it again, I'm sorry. What did you do? Punch my hand. Oh. This bit will involve spoilers, so um, if you are not up to date with Star Trek Discovery, you might not want to listen to this bit. Um, just have a look at the, uh, the time coding thing at the bottom of the podcast in the show notes, and it will tell you where to skip to so you can pick up the podcast. Um, after we've finished talking about this. Um, do you want to go? Can do. Um, it's, well, it's obviously back. I don't think we've discussed it since it came back after. No, we haven't season. been. No, on. we haven't. <laughs> um, the big thing in this episode is the twist, where they're, they're obviously in Mirror, Mirror Land. This this episode is it's the Mirror Darkly universe. Mirror Darkly. And... The captain of the Discovery turns out he's from the Mirror Darkly universe. Universe, <laughs> which is a nice twist. Had it been set up a little better, mm. it feels like it feels like it was always their plan. Yeah, but they forgot to leave good Bread enough breadcrumbs for us to figure it out. Yeah. Um, Sorry, was you going to say this? No, no, no. I, I'm just, I'm just amazed that we both come up with breadcrumbs in that moment there. Well, you, you said it. I probably, I, I don't know whether I would have said breadcrumbs, but anyway, okay, they, you probably they, would have said clues. Maybe they, they didn't give us the chance to work it out. There, there is one second where they have this little reveal where you could possibly figure it out, and then they tell you anyway, mm. and it's like, well, yeah, I like what you've tried to do but i don't like the way you've do, done do it. you want to explain what the uh what the giveaway was yeah um the captain whose name i can't remember but his eyesight the captain on the discovery the captain on the discovery his eyes are sensitive to light turns out everyone in mirror darkly universe has eyes sensitive to light at least the humans do mm. um 
And so in finding out that they have that, we then see our captain of uh, Discovery breaking free of his shackles or whatever yeah. and, and going on his little little rampage of revenge. Yeah, that. I mean, the thing is, the, I, I've wanted a Mirror Darkly series for a long time. And I think, what do you think? <laughs> well, you said it was in Enterprise. <laughs> yeah, I, I've... Are you all right? <laughs> I'm trying to have a drink. I'm trying to sip my water. Um, yeah, I've wanted a Mirror Darkly series for a long time. Uh, we visited Mirror Darkly in the original series. We visited it. Um, we had a two-parter in Star Trek Enterprise. And that was amazing. And ever since then, I've really wanted a series. So this is the closest we've come to that. Um, whenever we've been to the Mirror Darkly universe before, I've never known anyone have eyes sensitive to the light. Mm. I may be wrong. I may be remembering badly. Yeah. But I don't think so. No. Um, so this this is new. Had they already set that planted that seed in previous visits to the uh, Mirror Darkly universe, then it would have been oh, okay, yeah, yeah. much more interesting. Um, so I mean, but I mean that that's to be to be honest, that's um, the way this series seems to be going. They seem to be just re well, not reinventing, but inventing new things that are completely. Um, um, irrelevant to the rest of the entire franchise yeah. and the thing with Star Trek is that the reason I think Star Trek is so popular is because it, the continuity it, it sets it follows the, the, you can draw a line from Star Trek Voyager to the original series and you can see how the technology has evolved mm-hmm. um, this one the technology is completely original it's got nothing to do this is supposed to be set before captain yeah, kirk yeah and they've got holographic instead of having like video phoning they've got holographic projection yeah. messaging where did that come from you know that's from star wars i think yeah. someone's got their wires crossed on this and as you pointed out in the uh, last episode the holographic projection holographic protect projection which is made up of light walks <laughs> up the stairs on the on of a the, separate uh, spaceship on another spaceship now that's just nonsense i i just feel that they've um this the show is is becoming more and more um far-fetched as far as Star Trek's concerned but the the thing that I've come to realise is if it wasn't billed as Star Trek Discovery if it didn't have that Star Trek banner attached to it I'd be enjoying it a lot more yeah it's only because I've keep, I'm sitting there thinking this isn't Star Trek yeah why you know have they done that just to sell it it has to tie into everything that's come before. Yeah, I mean, or... it's not. Uh, we've we've mentioned before the Klingons are different. Everyone's wearing Enterprise insignia, despite the fact that didn't come in until after Captain Kirk. Um, the the ship itself, you know, the saucer section spins and rotates, and they don't have warp speed. They have um, the 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 doohickey. What's it? The, the spore drive. Thing, yeah. Where where's all this come from? None of this has been mentioned at all I, in the in the whole of the Star Trek franchise. In the finale episode of the first part of the season, I thought right, this is where they're gonna. We knew that they'd gone to a different universe. We didn't know it was Mirror Darkly at that point. Right. And I thought this is where they're gonna explain why the Klingons are different, why they've got different technology. This will be where they've come into our system, mm, right. and they start to join up again. No, 
They haven't yeah. done that at all. No, so it, it just... I mean, I mean they, they could potentially still do that in the future. They could have them try to leap... A bit quantum leapy. Yeah. They have them try to leap home and they end up in our universe and things like that. But, yeah, the, the whole... I, I just... I just as a, I'm I'm watching it and it's watchable. It's very watchable. Yeah. As I say, I'd be enjoying it if it didn't have the Star Trek label attached to it. And I'm not saying that I hate Star Trek. I'm just saying that this doesn't, doesn't fit work. in with everything that I've seen. No. Even the JJ reboot, the films, even they fit in with yeah. you know the the Star Trek canon. legacy yeah. canon. So. It, it just, yeah, I don't understand the logic behind this. No. If you're going to make a Star Trek series, look at your core core material and see where you're going with it. As we said before as well, if you were given that project to work on, you would think that half the fun would have been in yeah. making the technology tie into where mm. that would have been part of the challenge. In this, it's like they just didn't want to well, have those shackles. It's that's like what that. they did with Enterprise. You know, they yeah. were saying, okay, we need... The original series was made what in the sixties, so obviously their techno the the real life technology in the sixties mm-hmm. was very different to what we are we have now, and in many ways we are more advanced than Captain Kirk was. So what they had to do with Enterprise was create um, technology on the Enterprise that was um, inferior to what Kirk had, but at the same time somehow superior to what we have. Yeah, and they they did it. Yeah, they managed it. Um, that with uh, I, I just you know I I'm I'm really disappointed with the way um Discovery's gone because it could have been huge, yeah it should have been huge. Well, and perhaps it will be because people don't always agree with our uh, opinions. No, yeah, some some, pe- some people are wrong. Yeah, oh <laughs> Ragnarok pile of crap. Yeah, listen to episode thirteen. You you'll get it all there. Um. <laughs> Yeah, so, um, yeah. Is that, I don't is think that all we've got to say on it? I think so. It's just really getting going again. Um, and There are some interesting things, like when... Um, are they Kelpians? Yes. Uh, when um, uh, Michael was, was told to pick a Kelpian, the next thing she knows, they're eating, eating it. it. Yeah. That was interesting. Yeah. The Kelpians are a humanoid alien species, in case you're unfamiliar with discovery and you're still listening um but yeah i i just think it it's it's just wrong i i think I they've, they've they've um they've made a mistake people I have think. said that comedy that i mentioned to you what's it called uh the sci-fi thing that we were looking for oh on, uh, um the the uh seth MacFarlane. yeah the thing. seth MacFarlane show people are saying that that even though it's kind of parody of star uh-huh. trek it is truer to Star Trek right. and more enjoyable watching if you're a Trek fan. Apparently, it's on than... Fox. We tried to find it on Amazon and they wanted us to pay for it. But yeah, Amazon, Netflix, Fox. we looked, but yeah, uh, we would have missed most of the episodes if it's on well, I don't Fox. know. Does, does Fox have a. Oh, a, a streaming. So, oh, no. I, I, not that I'm aware of. Not that okay. we have. I'm sure it will come out on Netflix or Amazon eventually. Well, it's on Amazon now. It's just that you've got to pay for it. Yeah, so it's not really on Amazon. I only class the three things on Okay, Amazon. fair dues. Yeah. Um, other things to look forward to. Uh, well, that's the Review Corner of Solitude finished. <laughs> is it worth mentioning one more thing? Okay, go on. The Review Corner of Solitude is still going. <laughs> not uh, Star Trek related, but Black Lightning. Black Lightning, go. 
Um, just that it we came across it on Netflix, or you came across it on mm-hmm. Netflix. Didn't know it was there, based on the DC character Black Lightning. Surprisingly enjoyable. Yes. I, I wasn't really thinking it was going to be much cop, but it I I liked it. One minor thing that bugs me quite amazingly is just the suit. <laughs> I, I was enjoying it a lot more before he gets his suit. They've where sort of Iron Fist and Luke Cage. They were like, look, we need to avoid the suits for good reason. They work in comic. They won't work on a big screen, or well, on this screen. Um, they haven't made that decision with Black Lightning, unfortunately. I liked his costume. I, I think it's, it's it's a bit strange having a guy who goes around at night time with a suit that lights He's up. He's got a light bulb on his chest. <laughs> but um, but I, I'm all right with it. I, I quite like it. Other than the suit, I, I enjoyed the show. I think, yeah, I mean, it might, I don't know. I, I think because Daredevil have done the, the drab. Mm-hmm. And I know Daredevil is Marvel and... Yeah, Black yep. Lightning's DC and Black Lightning, you know, this electricity and things like that. Um, we'll have to see. It. I mean, we've only watched one episode, yeah. So we'll have to see how it goes. But there was a very interesting ending to the episode, yeah. Um, so I'm looking forward to. I'm, I'm looking forward to this. It's worth taking a look if you uh, haven't yeah. seen it already. Is that it? That was it. Okay, Review Corner of Solitude is done. Um, just a few things to look out for. Obviously, as we just mentioned, um, Black Lightning is now on Netflix. Um, also, The Tick is returning to the Amazons. Um, is that a second half of the first series? It's the second half of the or? first series. Okay, so... Right. Yeah. Why do they have to take breaks? Oh, I don't know. Don't know. Right. Um, and um, there's other things... Um, Oh, what was that other program I mentioned to you? I'm loading up my Netflix app. I um, haven't. I don't know. You do know, because I mentioned it to you. Oh, I don't the, always the car, listen. The, you never listen. The Carbon one. Carbon. Altered Carbon. That looks really good. Altered Carbon. Looks really good. Is it based on comic book? or? It must be. <laughs> um <laughs> Hang on. Um, after 250 years on ice, a prisoner returns to life in a new body with one chance to win his freedom by solving a mind-bending murder. So no, it's not superhero. Uh, it might be alright. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll wait for your review corner of Solitude. There's also the, uh, a film that I've got on here now, um, A Futile and Stupid Gesture, which is um, In a brief life full of triumph and failure, National Lampoon co-founder Doug Kenny built a comedy empire moulding pop culture in the 1970s it's basically it's, it's a film about that but it's it's not a documentary it's, he's sort of narrating it as it goes but it's um it's a film film i think it's going to be good okay. this is a strange episode this is we don't normally fly off on the on by the, the, the by the seat of our trousers no like this we normally have it planned mm, to sort sort of yeah I mean, it still goes very wrong. Yeah. Nothing's really gone wrong today. It's just not... Oh, I don't know. (laughs) Let's have some news! Right, how many have you got? Three. Okay, I've got three. You'll go first. first? Yeah. (coughs) That's it, have a good cough. I will. Good. The world's first primate primate clones... Uh, Twins, Zong Zong and Hua Hua, have been created in China using the same technology which brought about Dolly the Sheep. 
The procedure has been described. Was, was that a pop? That was a pop. The procedure has been described as very inefficient and hazardous by UK scientists. It's believed yeah. the clones could prove useful in understanding human disease, but obviously raises ethical concerns. Is this a good thing? Cloning. This is going to be my question. Cloning too, first, yeah. and then cloning primates. Primates, primates. Yes. <laughs> primates. Sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> Pronounced it wrong. Primates. <laughs> what? So I mean, is cloning good? I think for research and things like but that. But is it? it is, are you creating a life? I mean, a life that, that that's that's entitled to all the things that go with that, or are you? Creating a like a half life that that you can um, argue no it's okay to do oh no 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 I think all animal rights things and all of that stuff should still apply right. I mean it's China so I probably be, eat it oh dear might be in trouble there already um, <laughs> I don't I don't think yeah I don't think anyone's got this far through the episode it's, to it's, be honest it's not a reason to be cruel or anything like that 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 would be bad right but the fact is it probably would cause leaps and bounds in terms of understanding disease so but if if you're if ethically you can't test on it how is that going to improve things leaps and bounds no ethically you can't be cruel you know they they test on animals now doesn't mean that they're doing it inhumanely Mm. and it's always going to be a point of contention some people think you shouldn't do it at all but if you don't do these things at all, then... See, when they test on humans, mm. the humans do it voluntarily. Yeah. Um, well, you say... Cloning you say, animals, is that... Well, to be fair, you say they do it on humans voluntarily. It's probably, a lot of the time, going to be people that are hard up, need money, yeah. and that is the means by which they do it. I wouldn't necessarily say that was voluntarily. I'd say that that could be taken advantage of someone. Well, interesting. We're getting into an ethic yeah. well, dispute Yeah, well, this is it. Um, yeah, I, I just, I, I'm, I'm not completely uh, cloning. Okay, cloning intrigues me, um, but I don't th- think it's necessarily a good. <laughs> you don't know whether the. I don't know where you draw the line mm. between. A clone. I mean, if if someone is cloned, they're always going to be. They, they would be treated differently to to the original person. If you had two yep. people standing in front of you, one of them was real, one of them was a clone. You're always going to consider the real person to be superior to the clone. The clone is just a copy, but it's it's arguably it's still a person. It is still a person. I don't actually think that if we ever came to that where that people they were producing clones. I don't think people would treat the clone as a lesser. No. Thing. I I don't because at the end of the day you're going to be viewing this person they're going to have emotions they're going to be able to you know interact with you in the same way a, a Okay, human okay, let can. me ask you this then. Um clone, right? Yeah. <laughs> Where's the question? <laughs> Cloning a body, yeah. So that if someone is going to die, you can transfer their consciousness okay. into that body, so right. that they can live on. Okay, so this is out there now. We're in total sci-fi land. Well, I mean, but, but fine. let's go well, with it. Once upon a time, cloning, okay, was in sci-fi land. Yep. 
it, that 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 I think would be okay. Right. Um, clone it. Like if someone was to clone you, mm. and we had another the hand. Amazing. Left and right <laughs> would be called. <laughs> So, okay. So, which one would you be? Lefty. Right, okay. <laughs> so, we got two to the hands, two Sean's. Yeah. How would we be able to know which was the real one? I mean... Well, in my mind, one would be a heck of a lot younger than the other one. Well, not necessarily. If it's a perfect clone. So... Not only cloning, but aging them up to be the same and all of that. Yeah. Okay. Um, what if you, should you be both able said, to I'm the real one? From a series of questions. I which... say from a serial number. So has my consciousness been transferred? Well, because if my if, consciousness if has clone, been transferred and exists in both. If he's a perfect clone, right. then your brain should be wired the same. So you will uh, answer well, questions in the same way. No, not necessarily. Does he have my memories? Does he have my nurture? You tell me. Right. Well, if he hasn't been nurtured in the same way, if he doesn't have all of my memories, right. you will be able to tell which is different just by asking questions. Okay. If somehow you replicate everything in the brain, mm-hmm. and that is my consciousness in there, right. then we're both the same person. We'll both be right in saying, I am Sean. We would have to be. Everything's identical. But, I mean, what if something happened and say there was a there was a war and they decided um, we're going to send all the clones mm. to fight in the war so that we can preserve the original life. Maybe right. the, maybe the clones don't live as long. Okay. So um, rather than lose, you know, the the original living life form, we're going to send all the clones. Right. What if he said no? I'm the real I'm the real Sean. And you said, No, I'm the real Sean and we ended up having to send one of you to war. I would imagine if one of us is if they're not gonna live very long, then that's a telltale. So Yeah, but you, you must could, be able you to could be, for that you could be sent way. to war. But how and then but six weeks later Surely if there was ever a query over this, they would do tests. Okay, all right. Because it would be get, telltale. Okay, we we're getting off, off plan anywho. I th- I think I, I'm 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 wary about mm-hmm. cloning. I don't think we're at. A, oh, I don't know. I think I, always, I really am on. I don't. You I don't always know. have to be wary. I don't think it's a thing where you can say, oh, "I'm I'm okay with it," because as soon as people are okay with it, that's when you get stupid things right. happening and people taking the. I suppose it's along the same lines as um, um, what what, what they what, oh, what are they you know when. When people are having babies and they ask the doctor to modify the genes to give gene them, therapy, yeah, blue eyes mm. and make them really good at running and yeah, things. I like don't that. think they're doing that just yet, but they do do it for diseases. Yeah, and, yeah. I, th- I mean, I suppose it's part of this. It's plain God. In fact, it is that thing. It's like it starts off as doing it for disease, quite yeah. a good thing. Can't hard to argue against. And then yeah, designer babies. Designer babies. Um, that's the one. Yeah, it's and yeah, it's, it is wrong. Um, but you're right. Where, what, which point does that line? Yeah, you know, and why is it wrong? Because mm. I'm too late to be genetically <laughs> modified into a, a supreme being. <laughs> well, I'm 
glad you finally accepted that you are not a supreme being. I was in a film. One of my first films was called Supreme Beings. I've just realised. Hello, Andy. (laughs) Get writing the sequel. Um, Yeah. He's writing the sequel. He said he is. He said he was five years ago. Oh, dear. I know. Um, Right, my turn. Go. Um, According to ScreenRant.com, Gary Oldman has expressed an interest in being involved in the MCU. Now, for those of you who are unaware, which is no one, Gary Oldman is no stranger to superhero films, having brilliantly played Alfred in Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight trilogy. He wasn't Alfred. Good catch! Right. Good catch. He was Commissioner Gordon. He I was. wondered if you were going to spot that. Mm, yes. <laughs> it was still... <laughs> it brilliantly played Alfred. <laughs> There's the twist. Um, and having brilliantly played Commissioner Gordon in Christopher Nolan's Dark Knight trilogy. Now, obviously, we're coming to the end of the current Marvel saga. So, you know, if, if, if that's what you want to call it. So, if Gary Oldman was offered a part, he could be a key character in the next saga. Plus, with Disney buying Fox, they have a massive massive toy box of characters to choose from he's an older guy but he's a comedian i mean look 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 at um wasn't um what's his face cgi i mean the hulk cgi for a start but uh, i think thanos is going to be cgi thanos is going to be cgi and, um what's his name um um well, oh, what's his name colossus so far. colossus colossus was cgi yeah i guess but i mean you still got a person, he, he's not always... Is Colossus always metal? He was in Deadpool. But he wasn't in... X-Men. X-Men. I don't think he was in X-Men. So, if but you want them to have that alter ego... Yeah. Well, uh, still... Which also the Hulk has. Yeah, but he can... First of all... It's, uh, Gary Oldman is not dead, right? He's, he's still an actor. He's yeah, still very yeah. much alive. So he can still play the alter ego. yeah. But it'd have to, all I'm saying is that you're limited by who he can play, perhaps by his age. Who is, I mean, this is what I'm saying. If I was trying to think of a character, it's going to have to be someone who is older in that universe. Um, okay. The Vulture's been done, and actually mm. I, I quite liked. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Birdman was on last night. Was it? Yeah. That's yeah, an interesting Such film. Such a good film. Um, and I, he's, I, I will never, I hope they never introdu- reintroduce. J. Jonah Jameson, because there is no other. Uh, he could make Jameson. a good J. Jonah Jameson. That was one of the. Uh, it would the be potential names. Wouldn't that be amazing though? Because he's gone to play Commissioner Gordon. Yeah, that so would be they, awesome. Um, so I don't know, but I, for me, he just is. Yeah. Um, Alfred. No. <laughs> he is just uh, J. Jonah Jameson for me. Oh, him. Uh, yeah. yeah. J.K. Simmons. Yeah, Simmons. He, he's actually the yellow M and M. Is he? He is. Oh, yeah. that was that's a nerd's purge that, worthy. That's ruined. Uh, <laughs> that's ruined the DC universe. <laughs> um, As if so, it needed ruining. Uh, do you have anyone in mind that he would play? No, off the top of my head, I mean, JJ would be would be really good. Um, I mean, there are so many. I honestly. You asked me that question, and my head just... I just can't, you know, think. All I'm thinking now is MCU and, and all, all the characters that we've already got floating around. Brainiac. Um, 
I don't, I don't, I don't know. I really don't know. Okay. Man at arms, bring bring the He-Man universe out. Oh, but he wants to be in the MCU. You I said. think I, I I think I I'm not sure, but I think I know He-Man. At one point was licensed to DC, and then it was licensed to Marvel. I uh, think Marvel still have him. So if they introduce Marvel I don't really to the want DC, to see to the MCU. He-Man in the MCU. No. No. Okay. All right. I can get behind that. What about oh now I'm going off on another tangent. Mask. Mask Crusaders. Mask Crusaders. Was Miles Mayhem? Are they Marvel? No. No. I I, I don't say, know. I, I, I don't I, really remember Mask, and I'm not watching the cartoons oh. that you've recently bought. Oh. I I think I think he would be. That, we'll have to we'll have to revisit this. Remind me, and we'll come back to this next next time. Okay. We'll have a chat about it. Fine. We'll make it. We'll make a feature. I mean, I could remind you, or you could write one of your notes. We'll make a feature like like the Sylvester Stallone feature. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Go. The future of the ISS is in doubt. Oh. The Trump administration's draft budget proposal looks to stop funding ISS operations, currently costing the U.S. government three to four billion dollars a year, beyond 2024, and it isn't clear if other parties such as. ESA, Russia, Japan are going to continue with their participation on the 20-year-old project. It was hoped that the private sector would buy into economic opportunities of low-Earth orbit by the mid-2020s, but this is beginning to look unfeasible. How does this affect us? Because we're the European Space Agency. We are part of the ESA. Yep, that's the ESA. Um, How does it affect us? Well, certain science projects i guess no but i mean if 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 they withdraw their uh funding the americans withdraw their funding yeah does i believe america extended theirs to go to 2024 in line with what i think everyone else has got okay uh so i think they'd all be kind of stopping at a similar time don't know about so but i mean the, the, the iss is a massive massive um thing for um, global harmony, you know, it's, yeah, it's the one, the that. one thing that Brit, um, Britain, Europe, America, and Russia, and Japan, yeah, yeah, um, Asia, all well, China aren't. Uh, they're okay. doing their own thing. Okay, well, so. Japan then all sort of work yeah, together, together on, on, yeah. And I just think that to to take that away could trouble is could cause trouble it's it's progressing on with other things that they want to do so you imagine that three to four mm. billion a year they that, want to make a massive wall they're wanting to go back to oh, the moon they're not paying for it though, are they? they've got to go to the moon in the first yeah, place they before have. they can go back to it they've seen that um, they but haven't. anyway they want about going to the moon right okay right so they want to fund that they can't Really do that, I think, while they're funding such big projects on ISS. I think I think um, they they should re reassess this and um, maybe work say, say to the all of the nations involved, you know, all of the agencies involved. Look, um, we will continue funding that if you if we can work together on this other project it'd be nice if they work together on on more projects yeah yeah you know let's let's have a global space agency 
working on ISS and a global space agency working to go to the moon. They get places and a global space agency working towards going to Mars. Things like that, you know. So everything is under one big umbrella instead of you know the space race has happened. Okay, that's done. That's you know we're in space. Mm -hmm. You know, Um, no one's got to Mars yet. Like as far as you know, people. And no one's got to the moon as far as people. So let's work together to get to the moon and then to get to Mars and then to get to the next one after mm. that, whatever that may be. Because um, weren't they talking about building um, more space stations in, in space or something? I think they're on about one around the moon. One around the moon. As, yeah. as like a... Um, it wouldn't be on the same sort of scale as... The ISS, and it's well, kind because of, the moon's a lot smaller, I suppose. And it's kind of like a um, a point towards getting out further. So I think that one's more of a let's launch something to get right. there, and then we I can guess, use that. Yeah, yeah. Pop that makes sense. Else. That makes sense. That does. That's similar to what they do in Star Trek. They have their spaceports. Yes. Yeah. Excellent. Oh, is it me? It's you. Um, do you remember RoboCop, the original RoboCop? I do. I like that film. Edward Neumeyer, who wrote the original Robocop, said in a recent interview that he is currently in talks with MGM to write a new Robocop film. But rather than rebooting again, this one will follow on from the original original 1987 film. Now, before you ask, Robocop 2 and Robocop 3, which followed on from the original film, Edward Neumeyer did not have anything to do with those two okay. films and nor did he have anything to do uh, nor did the director right so he's saying that his new film will follow on directly from RoboCop I 1987 quite like the sound of that mm-hmm. because I that is the only good RoboCop film I I did enjoy um the the latest one the newest Oh really well the the problem I, I say enjoy yeah it was all right um, I don't think it it, com- it wasn't as good as the original because it wasn't as dark. It was a lot more flashy and shiny. The old, the original one was much grittier and much more sort of claustrophobic and dark. Yeah. Um, I like the Robocop suit. I like his glowing there's, red there's eyes. something I can't quite put my finger on mm. where the original film, it has a story arc going through it. But it, Bodica. but it is subtle and it's never really in your face, but right. you follow it. And it just felt like with that latest Robocop film, and maybe it's because I'd seen the original, so I kind of knew where they were going right. to try and go with it. But it was just like, this is a story arc, stay with this story arc, do not deviate from the right. story arc, okay. and we, we'll take you through these key points. It, it, it wasn't, I, I didn't get taken into that world. Right. Whereas in Robocop, you experience yeah. this world without. Well, he, he's learning to use his Robocopness, isn't he? Th- there's that, but there's also the fact of how that city is all around Detroit. them. The, the, yeah, how uh, the fact that everyone's kind of against the police, or the police right. are, are, are struggling, yeah. really struggling. And it was just. But without it being. Without them saying, hey, viewer. Yeah. This is we're gonna set. This is how it is. This yeah. Is... The other thing you have to remember is with these films, they try to make them relatable to the society at the time as well. So mm. it was, you know, nineteen eighties, late nine, mid to late nineteen eighties, yeah. was a different time to the mid to late noughties. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, no, yeah, it's a good point. Thank you. But well, I would be really like that's that's what I mean about the original film. being much more claustrophobic and, yeah. and and restrictive, you know, and dark. Whereas the, the new one is flashy lights. Yeah, the new one is Star Trek Voyager. The old one is another. So you're saying that the new RoboCop is like I'm, the worst version of Star Trek? Yeah, it, but it, I mean, it is very plastic and flashy yeah. and shiny, sparkly, shiny. Whereas the old one is no bells and whistles. It's yeah. like it's like the original Iron Man suit that he made out of tin cans and things. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Go on, then. Good stuff. Thank you. SpaceX's maiden launch of the Falcon Heavy rocket system is set for the 6th of February. Okay. The rocket will send Elon Musk's Tesla Roadster into the path of That's Mars' his car, orbit. Yeah? That's his car. They're not sending up anything of worth because it's the initial launch. Very risky. Don't want to blow anything up again. Um, will, will the car have fuel in it? No. I imagine they're going to take out anything that holds pressure as well, okay. such as radiators and things. Otherwise, right. a bit of a boom boom. Um, importantly, I really don't. I don't think it's going into orbit around Mars, right. as a lot of news things seem to suggest. I th- think it's just going out to the where. You think all the news things are wrong? No, um, I think the news such as what comes from the BBC is more accurate okay. in this case. Uh, so they've Good described old BBC. It, yeah, they've described it as going out into the orbital path that Mars takes around the Sun. So it's going right. that distance. Right. It's not going to go into orbit. Okay. Um, the Falcon Heavy will Can be... I, yes. Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. Yeah, you do. When, when, you say, when you say that, is it possible then that Mars is going to smash into the... No. One of two things will happen. Um, it will either go out to that orbit and start to come back again. Because okay. it'll have a really elliptical orbit right. um, of the sun going on. Or... When they start, when they get out as far as what the Mars orbit is, they could burn again to so they match fully right. the orbit of Mars. But in which case, Mars would never catch it up, and it would never catch Mars so up. It's like, okay, it's almost okay. like you know. Have you heard that theory about the second Earth that is the yeah, complete yeah, yeah. opposite side of the sun? Yeah. It'll be a little bit like that. Right, they'll be going the same speed, same orbital path. Oh, can you imagine the Martians? Oh, I'm sure there's a there's a <laughs> and then they, they find it. And it's a spaceship with a car in it. That was <laughs> Um, the Falcon Heavy will be the world's most powerful launcher since the Saturn V. That's the rocket that took man to the moon, capable of lifting allegedly, <laughs> capable of lifting sixty-four tons into low Earth orbit. Currently, the most powerful rocket available is the Delta IV Heavy, which can lift twenty-nine tons. That's less than half of that of the Falcon Heavy wow. into low Earth orbit. SpaceX's current offering lifts 23 tonnes and the Ariane 5, which shows a lot of these commercial satellites, 21 tonnes. Wow. So, yeah, pretty that's, big. And, of course, massive. all three of the rockets, the first stage rockets that are going to take mm-hmm. um, this roadster up, the idea is that they all land and get reused. Okay, So brilliant. they're still doing on that. On Mars? No. They, they come back here. They, they, get they fall off Earth. and yeah. come back to Earth. That's right, yeah. Okay, parachutes? No, no. Little wings. They take up a little bit of extra fuel. Okay. Uh, they come back down and then they'll do what is called a Crash. suicide burn. Okay. Where you you start burned at the last possible moment uh-huh. to kill your velocity and land. Okay. 
So instead of parachutes, they're using like, thrusters. Instead of a parachute, yes, they're using the well, the same engine that gets it up there in the yeah. first place. Okay, fair dues. Yeah. Um, I also have a um, spacey thing as my final cool. piece of news. Now, for this, um, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, blessed geeks everywhere, have a look at the time code on the podcast because um, you're going to want to grab a pen and paper and come back and listen to this again. Because I have for you. Uh, some notes for your diary. These are some dates when uh, meteor showers are taking place in um, the sky uh, this year. So uh, what we're going to do, I, th- I thought to make it a bit more interesting, rather than me just talk, is um, I'll say what they... Are you all right over there? Mm-hmm. Yeah? Mm-hmm. It's good. Um, I'm, gonna, I'm going to... Um, uh, say say what these meteor showers are and uh, when they're taking place and you the hand can try to um, guess whereabouts in the night sky um, people have to look how are we describing whereabouts in the night sky because um, at the via, moment my via, answer for all will be up <laughs> via constellations right okay so the first one is the Lyrid or Lyrid meteor shower, which will peak on the 22nd of April. Whereabouts should people look to look see this? Look for Orion's belt. No, in the area of Lyra or Lyra, which is northeast of Vega, which is a big bright star in the sky. Um, the second meteor shower, uh, so, yeah, so that's the 22nd, that peaks on the 22nd of April. The next one is. Eta Aquirid meteor shower, which will peak on the 7th of May. That's the 7th of May. Where should people look for that? Look for Orion's belt. Look in the area of Aquarius. Um, the next one is the, is the uh, Perseid meteor shower, which will peak on the 11th to the 13th of August. Where should people look? In the Perseid area. Very close, in the area of Perseus. <laughs> that was my chair. The next one is the Dracoid meteor shower, which will peak on the 9th of October. Um, There's a lot of meteor showers. There are. Oh, October? That's in October. Yeah, we're in October now. Oh, blimey. Um, I, they, now, I, I did some research on this, and they wouldn't tell me where to look. So in, in that instance, um, people can look up. The Taurid Meteor Shower. Now, there are two dates for this. To see the Taurid Meteor Shower, if you live in the Southern Hemisphere, it will peak on the 9th to the 10th of October. If you live in the Northern Hemisphere, it will peak on the 11th to the 12th of November. Okay, so Southern Hemisphere, 9th to the 10th of October. Northern Hemisphere, 11th to the 12th of November. And where should people look for that? Taurus. Yes, in the area of Taurus. I'm good at this. You're brilliant. Thank you. Uh, we didn't rehearse this or anything. We haven't, actually. The, uh, the uh, Orionid or Orionid meteor shower <gasps> will, be, will be... Ask! <laughs> will peak on the 21st to the 22nd of October... And to, you have to look in the area of Orion what? for that no! one. No! Me! Orion! <laughs> look at Orion's belt! <laughs> um, the Leonid meteor shower will one. peak... No, we haven't. Will peak on the 17th of November. November! <laughs> November. <laughs> November. I was going to say... No. 
Okie dokie. So, um, yeah, um, we, we just had a minor mishap in that we finished recording this section and then we... We got um, all the way through it. <laughs> we got all the way through And at the end he said, I'm not going to repeat all that again. So if you want to know, just rewind. <laughs> the uh... There's nothing to rewind though, is there? The card, the, the SD card ran out about midway through and because I had my piece of paper on top of of the recorder, it um, I didn't know <laughs> until I moved the bit of paper in celebration and realised that the little red light had gone off. Thank goodness it was this last section where it cut yeah, out. Thank goodness for that. I would not be recording. So, um, just to, just to recap the last little bit, or, or to cap the last little bit um, for you guys, um, the Leonid meteor shower, which will peak on the 17th of November, can be seen where? In the constellation of Leo. <laughs> I just know these things. Oh, uh, yeah. In the area of Leo, the Germanid meteor shower, which will peak on the 13th to the 14th of December. Constellation of Gemini. Look in the area of Gemini. And the Ursid meteor shower, which will peak on the 21st of December. Where do you look? In the area of Ursa Minor and Ursa Major. <laughs> which, incidentally... No, got, earlier, it, got he, it right, got he, it right. He, uh, Pro- provide the evidence. The hand earlier referred to this as Ursula Minor, which which is the baddie on the Little Mermaid. I, um, rubbish, he's just making it up. So, uh, yes, uh, to see the Ursid meteor shower, which will peak on the 21st of December, look in the area of Ursa Minor or Ursa Major which are also known as the Little Dipper and the Big Dipper. I'm going to put this bit of paper over there again. <laughs> and the little oh. red light is still on. Yes! Um, now, in that um, few, um, well, 15 minutes or so of chaos, um, did you happen to, to check to see what the links Don't are? Don't be silly, no. <laughs> no, no. Okay, so, um, oh, stop slapping the desk. So, if uh, you guys want to uh, get in touch with us, you can. You can get in touch with us, uh, like and follow our Facebook page via... www.fb.me forward slash... Blessed Geeks. Yes! <laughs> Do you want to say that again with a bit more confidence? www.fb.me forward slash Blessed Geeks. You, you don't usually say www. Oh, really? Well, oh, I have are, are now. You, no, no, it's good. You're learning. I'm not sure You're www. Dot... It's, that's good. No, you do. You have to type it in. You don't have to type it's it in. It's World Wide Web. You don't have to type you it do. in. You do. There's a nerd's blurb. As long as it's got HTTP. Um, you can follow us on Twitter via... Blessed underscore geeks. At... At blessed underscore geeks. Is it? Is there an underscore there? One of our links has an underscore. Okay, it I'm might have an underscore. Um, uh, you can find us on the Instagrams. Blessed geeks. Or possibly, maybe, blessed underscore geeks. We're not sure. No, I'm pretty sure it's Twitter. Okay, well, there you go. The the hand has spoken. Are you all right? I've got Twitter on my phone. Oh, really? um, Not that I ever use it. 
he never uses it. Well, just to let you know, uh, any new listeners out there, we're not very good at keeping up with the social media on our podcast stuff. I've deleted Twitter from my phone. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it. Um, I could check my phone, but it's 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 fine. It's there. Um, uh, we have a website. What's our website? www.blessedgeeks.uk Is it? I don't know. It's blessedgeeks.uk. Is it? www.blessedgeeks.uk. I'm pretty sure. Okay, it's one of them. It, they were all the same. They were all the same. <laughs> oh, right. Phone's coming out of... Out of... Hibernation. That mode. Just put I tell the, you what, since Apple on. slowed down these phones... I know, I know. Right. Blame Apple. Blame Apple that you can't remember the. Oh, blessed geeks. No, blessed geeks. Dot UK. And you can also find us. Yes, blessed geeks. Dot UK. Blessed geeks. Dot UK. No co. No co. No co. And um, you can also find us on uh, the iTunes and the Podbean, if you want to. You can. Don't look at our website on a phone. Look at it on a computer. Yeah, it looks, <laughs> looks better. Says the designer of the website. <laughs> it's not very responsive. What, what's your job? <laughs> not, not quite this, thankfully. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, I think I think that might be. A, that can't be it. We've we've not gone to all this trouble. Deleted everything off that card for just that for six minutes. We have. The really? episode, it's how, how long is the rest of the episode, though? An hour and 15. So, really, how much longer do you want to leave people? Then there's the, the music. Holding on. Yep. And the... It just feels... But now I've got to turn the computer on again and... Why did you turn it off? Because of the... What? The, when, with the, the, the computer... No, no, no. Do it again. No, 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 no. There was more than that. That that was like second part. That's no. It wasn't quite that. No, it's too heavy. Well, my computer doesn't make that noise. No, because your computer works. My computer takes twenty minutes to load up. Mm. Then it takes half an hour. On top of that. Mm. To load up a web page. Yeah, somehow we managed to download what we had recorded so far. Because I didn't go on the internet. In in 20 minutes. I didn't go on the internet. I, I turned it, I got the computer up. Yes, like that. Yes. <laughs> and then it, yeah. Fine. Um, okay, so, uh, yeah, uh, find us, okay, clapping, find us online and, um, oh, we got Facebook. We done the Facebook page. We did. We did. Okay. Um, yeah, that's it. Are we done? I think we're done. Excellent. Okay, so uh, we'll see. We'll see you at the next episode. Probably be around Halloween. Um, see ya. Bye. See ya. Bye.